Welcome to the Tax Sell Podcast, where tax sell investing is made easy. My name is Casey Demon. I'm a tax sell veteran. I am the leading tax sell expert. I am the author of the Tax Sell Playbook, founder of the Tax Sell Academy, and I am your host right here on the Tax Sell Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast episode. As a reminder, this is a completely free podcast and is brought to you through and because of the Tax Sell Academy. If you are looking to learn more about tax defaulted real estate, just head on over to TaxSellAcademy.com. Again, the website is TaxSellAcademy.com. On today's episode, I want to discuss what you should do when tax sell investing doesn't work for you. The tax sell business dates back to the early Roman Empire days. It's been around for a very long time, and simply put, it's a business that works with the right strategy. Now, in some situations, it might not be as desirable as you or I would wish. There are certainly plenty of tax sell properties that sell for far too much money. In fact, this is one of the biggest concerns that I hear from new investors. The issue, however, is often that the investor has tunnel vision of sorts and just needs a new investment angle. So if you're struggling to gain traction in this business, hopefully the five points that we're about to discuss will help put you on the right path. The first one is to acknowledge that whatever you're doing is not working. There are plenty of variables here, but it could be that the area that you want to invest in is just not ideal for you. Maybe the specific property type's not ideal, or the margins aren't there, or you don't have enough capital. Whatever it is, acknowledge that something is not working. And this is by far the easiest for new tax investors. In fact, as we'll discuss later on, many new investors jump to the conclusion that it's not working for them far too soon. Now, on the opposite end of the spectrum, a seasoned investor, or even one with perhaps very limited success under their belt, this is something that you always need to be conscious of. Far too many investors get stuck in their ways of what has worked in the past. They get so stuck that they fail to realize when change is needed. They fail to ever acknowledge that something is not working. Most commonly, this is in times of market cycle changes. I can't begin to tell you how many people have gone into financial ruin simply because they tried to force the same things that were working in a great market into a now lousy market. Things change on a constant basis, and it's important to accept and understand that fact and acknowledge when what you are doing fails to work. All right, so once you acknowledge that what you're doing is not working anymore, it's time to look at your expectations. Are they even realistic? For many new investors, the answer is commonly no. I'll get emails from frustrated new investors who have been to one auction or one series of auctions and they want to complain that properties are selling for too much money or they want to complain about a myriad of other things. And all the issues, all the concerns are subjective to the investors, but they are typically the result of unrealistic expectations. They think that properties will sell for far less than they actually do. They think that success will come much sooner than it actually will. They think that they'll only need to attend one or two auctions. Maybe they try to stay in just one area or one state and they have one specific strategy, whatever it is. These things are often the result of unrealistic expectations. Now, I'll be the first one to admit that I've got videos that detail 
how I purchased a building one time for one cent, how I bought a house for $20, and I've got tens of thousands of views on these videos. They're fantastic videos. But on each one of these videos, I tell the viewers that these are very, very rare opportunities. These types of deals are once in a lifetime type things for most investors. So don't expect that type of deal. Now, people will tell me that a property sold for too much money, and then I'll probe a little bit, and I realize what they mean is that the property sold for more than they wanted to spend based on their budget and or their expected margin. Let me give you an example. Let's say we have a lot that's worth $10,000, and an investor's max bid was $2,000, but the winning bid was $6,000 or three times what the initial investor wanted to pay. Does that mean it's a bad deal? Of course not. The buyer still made $4,000. I've also gone through many auction lists where, in quote, everything sold for far too much money. And I'll easily be able to identify a number of deals where the investor that purchased that property still made a substantial profit. It's important to understand that while something might not work for you based on your investment objectives, that does not mean that it doesn't work. Make sure you have realistic expectations. Once you have acknowledged now that something is not working and you've aligned your expectations with the reality, it's time to really sit down and analyze what is going on. This is a step that so many people struggle with. They just in their business right here because they don't want to take the time to analyze and figure out what went wrong or what is going wrong. Why is it not working for you? If everyone seems to be paying too much money, why not analyze that? Are they really paying too much money or are they simply paying more than you want to pay? What are they doing with the properties? Research a tax sell list from six months ago or a year ago or two years ago. Pull up the property and see what they've done with it. Who is the investor that purchased it? Is it one of the investors that is still buying stuff? Odds are it probably is in many areas because you have guys that routinely buy properties there. Are they making money off those properties? If so, how are they making money? Could you use their approach? If every single person is buying properties and losing money in that area based on your research, then it's pretty obvious it's not the area that you want to be investing in. That's just the competition side of things. Now, in addition to analyzing the competition, you're also gonna to wanna to analyze your budget and your strategies. Determine exactly why these things are not working for you, again, based on your realistic expectations. After that, it's pretty simple. Make the necessary changes. And this is what requires effort. And in some cases, a lot of effort. If your budget is too small, for example, raise capital somehow. Maybe it's through a local bank. Maybe it's through your credit cards or a HELOC. Maybe it's a loan from friends. Maybe you find a partner, a financial backer. Yes, all of these take a lot of effort, but if you need more capital, that effort is required. Now, perhaps the area that you're investing in simply doesn't align with your investment objectives. No problem, make some changes. I can remember for the first few years of my career, I only invested locally. That's all I did, that's all I knew. Then one day a light bulb went off. I realized I had a ceiling on my income and I needed to make a change if I wanted to make more money. 
That eventually led me to attending dozens of auctions, spending over a month straight on the road driving from one state to another and buying countless properties. And I did extremely well with that approach. Thankfully, with the power of the internet nowadays, your effort might not need to be that extreme, but it just shows you what is required in some situations. Another example might be the specific property type that you are interested in. So many people want that simple single family home. They can walk in, slap a fresh coat of paint on, plant some flowers outside, and then make some money. That just doesn't work in many areas because everybody wants that. And that's okay, provided you make the necessary changes in your strategy. Allow your approach to this business to remain very fluid at all times. Never resist making changes when necessary. Then the last thing you must do is have patience. The patient investor will be the successful investor in the long run. Let me tell you a quick story. There's a member of the Taxel Academy who joined, went through all the trainings, even asked a few questions, and then he started going to tax sales. He also started reviewing OTC lists, and he did it on a very, very regular basis. And he also did it for a very long time, like well over a year. And he had zero luck, no success, didn't buy the first property. So to be honest with you, I was starting to think that this investor just had unrealistic expectations when he was actually the most patient investor I had ever met. So after a year, a number of different things began to click for him. Within a two-month period, he purchased his first two properties. One of those properties, he flipped within a matter of weeks and made around 16000 bucks or so. And that was off a fairly small investment, if I remember right. The second property, he purchased for something like $10,000. He decided to keep that one as a rental because it already had a tenant in it. And that property brought in five or 600 bucks per month. So five or 600 dollars per month off of a $10,000 investment, not too bad. And that was five or 600 dollars in cash flow that he's now gonna have forever. The fact is, this person was patient and waited for the right opportunity. Now, it's gonna rarely take you a year before you find success in this business, but the point is that you must be patient throughout this business. This isn't one of those get-rich-quick schemes. It takes time to learn this business. It takes time to research properties, and it takes time to successfully find the best properties you should buy. But your patience is often rewarded with substantial monetary gain in the long term. So there it is. Acknowledge that something is not working. Ensure you have realistic expectations. Analyze what should be changed. Go make those changes. And through everything, have patience. Listen, I truly hope that today's episode will help you if you come to a point in your tax sale career where something is not working exactly like it should. And if we can assist you on your quest for tax sale success, just head on over to our website at taxallacademy.com. Become a member and get started today. Hey, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time right here on the Taxall Podcast. Take care. Bye-bye.